You are listening to episode 15 of the InspireWire podcast. Welcome Welcome to to the InspireWire, a podcast podcast where where ideas are exchanged, exchanged, worlds are traveled, and life is experienced. This is the InspireWire with your host, Tom Murphy. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 15 of the InspireWire. We got a really cool episode, our longest one so far, with Dayton LaChapelle, a good friend of mine from my hometown. I actually was able to go to school with him. I worked with him as well um, for a little bit, and we talk about a lot of different things. This one is um, an episode where we kind of have a you know a casual conversation about a lot of different interesting topics, um, and Dane's a really smart guy, and he has a lot of interesting ideas, and I kind of get to pick his brain, and we kind of talk about a whole different range of topics, but we we kind of focus on um, science, technology, aliens, and, and uh, space, and things like that, uh, so I think you guys will really like it, so that's what you guys have in store. Also, I just wanted to mention that to please um, let me know if you have any ideas that you want to contribute to the podcast, how I can make it better, if you know somebody who would like to be a guest on the podcast, or if you yourself would like to as well. I'm always looking for people interested to talk about different things. Definitely have um, an idea of what you want to talk about, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'd love to talk with you. So, without further ado, let's go to the interview. All right, everyone, welcome. I'm here with Dayton LaChapelle, a good friend of mine, and also he went to my high school, and I actually got a chance to work with him a little bit. And, um, you know, when I was uh, making this podcast, a lot of what I talk about is a lot of inspirational ideas and topics and uh when i was able to work with dayton um we were you know i don't know what it was but it seemed like when we were talking about random stuff i i I think we were talking about you know everybody who we were working with was talking about like the election and, and politics and things like that and i always remember we always were saying like having skeptical ideas and talking about random shit. So. Different thoughts about what was going on than yeah. the conventional thinking, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And um, it was interesting to see uh, what was going on in Dayton's head. So I thought it would definitely be cool to bring Dayton on the podcast. So, Dayton, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Fired yeah. it up. Yeah, it should be good. It should be good. To be honest, the reason, uh, one of the reasons why I came to Dayton and asked him to come on was because I was watching a movie lately, and it was called um, 2001: A Space Odyssey. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I haven't okay. seen it, but that's yeah. something that has been on my list to see. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, that was made. When was that? That was made was like, like back in the in day, the 60s. Yeah, it was um, ahead of its time. Oh yeah, big time, like. Everybody watched it because, like, when I watched it, it was kind of a very slow and boring movie. But yeah. back then, people were captivated because of all the the crazy shit that was going yep. on. Yep. You all know? the 
the special effects and everything. Yeah. Um, that was made by the same guy who made the uh, Shining, right? Yes, Stanley yeah. Kubrick. Yeah. He's done a lot of crazy movies. Um, another Dude's a genius. Yeah, <laughs> he's a lot of his stuff is based on books. So a lot the books he picks are usually like really really good ones. Stephen King kind of stuff, right? Right. But he obviously brings a whole new aspect on film. And um, this one, you know, one thing that they discuss a lot is other intelligent life. Mm-hmm. And and they kind of, they bring in the sense that uh, um, they, they bring in aliens, but you never see the aliens. Yeah. And um, it's all about, you know, inner inner uh stellar travel and things like that yeah so um it's like kind of part of the thrill like just not seeing it or yeah because exactly. i haven't seen it that's what makes the movie so good well what happens is um a black well, they call it a monolith but mm-hmm. it's really just a black looks like a box and it comes down and it's it it's it separates um the film a lot into segments and um, when that comes down, it's it's like the aliens are intervening yeah, into yeah. mankind. Okay. And there are a lot of different progressions through mankind. It kind of goes through mankind, and, and you get to see that. And uh, one thing that makes you think about is alien life. And, and that's what's so great about it is that you don't see what Stanley Kubrick thinks aliens yep. look like, which makes it a film that can tr- like transcend time because we still don't know what aliens look like because we've never yeah, seen them. Yeah. You know? So that's what, that's what I really liked about it. And kind of saves it from that, like that corny feeling of like the old movies. Like, come on, this, this monster is a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know a single alien movie where I've been like, wow, that, that looks like something that could actually be, <laughs> be there, yeah, you know? Yeah. Because, when in reality, all of our thoughts, you know, when we're thinking about aliens, we don't have any point of reference except for our own planet. So we're like literally just coming up with ideas that we've seen in our previous, in, in, in like our experience. Yeah. Our imagination, we just let that run. And yeah. And, and maybe we could create something that could mimic an alien, a real life alien, but yeah. likely not because it's just way too hard because we don't know and um i feel like i feel like the closest thing we have to aliens is like creatures at the bottom of the ocean those things complete yeah. darkness <laughs> yeah making their own lights like multiple miles deep down yeah. there's there's some crazy it's, creatures out there. yes but uh and like a few of them are like pretty smart too oh yeah oh yeah so, to learn to adapt in that environment with all that pressure and yeah. those uh, those things are definitely pretty close to aliens, I would think. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, we. That's the one thing. That's like the literally the last frontier is like the ocean. Like when we go down there, we, we haven't been like even halfway da- as far down as we no, could. No, it's, it's horrifying. Just... <laughs> it's uh, I, I think we know more about space. Yeah. Than than our own ocean, which yeah. is pretty wild. It is. And um, the other thing is, like, deep down there, like, the amount of, like, you know, the 
the ocean floor and and um you know the deposits that are down there mm-hmm. um there's like a lot of things down there that besides life that we haven't discovered yeah. either yeah um like i think i read something somewhere that was like uh if a meteor <clears throat> did hit and it hit the o and it hit like went directly into the ocean it would vaporize like the sediment and stuff down there and there would be a lot of like toxic stuff and things really? like that. I don't really. I don't know. Something but, along there. Something crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just interesting to think about, um, you know, how little we know about all those things. Mm. Um, but one question for you, I guess. Um, it's pretty. I mean, we'd be pretty naive not to think that there's no other intelligent life out there. Um, because there's so the the universe is so huge but do you think that there are aliens out there that are a smarter than us and b can they travel to us i think definitely i feel like it's got to be out there um <clears throat> have you have you ever heard of uh the anunnaki Say that again, the Anunnaki? Anunnaki. Anunnaki, no. So, the Anunnaki. This is, uh, so, Sumerians, ancient Sumerians, 6,000 years ago. So, this guy is Zachariah Sitchin, right? Yeah. And he was a biblical scholar. Yeah. Right? He, uh, translated the Sumerian texts. The Sumerian texts are the oldest, um, that's the oldest written language that we know of. Okay. Right? Yeah. So we translated that. And what ancient Sumerians believe is that there was the uh, this 10th, well, they called it the 12th planet. Okay. Also called Nibiru, right? Yeah. And uh, they said that aliens came from that planet, right? It has a strange path in our solar system which is weird because now they're actually thinking that there is another planet besides okay like coming in our solar system right so they say that uh they came into our solar system and these uh the anunnaki these aliens yeah were experimenting on lower hominids which is like monkeys right right yeah. And they spliced into their genes. They made, like, uh, eventually uh, made us into humans. Okay. Is, is the story that Zachariah Sitchin says. He has a bunch of books on it. Yeah. It gets yeah. really deep. Yeah. That's interesting. So, my question is well, I have a lot of questions. Um, but uh, one thing that's interesting to me is if there was another planet, is like the the orbit of this planet so so crazy that we're not able to like establish it as a planet and um is well they say the uh orbit comes in to our solar system it takes 3600 years to come in but <clears throat> i guess it comes through jupiter and mars like through yep. that circles near earth yeah and that's how they came here is what Zachary okay. Sitchin was saying yeah. but all right. Um, 
that that's interesting because that's kind of what's uh the adaptation that Stanley Kubrick did was um the black monolith comes down and is and it exposes itself to early hominids yeah like apes and then the next scene you jump to us being humans really okay which is kind of it, it kind of i don't want to spoil everything but that was one aspect and yeah. it's just like interesting because that's a really interesting point like how were we able to make that jump from you know really just using like rocks to bash or like rocks to bash like use as weapons and things like that to finally you know becoming us an intelligent you know human yeah so it's just that's interesting well i i I think definitely um like i think we would do that if we found another if we found earth too oh and there were some lower species of like us or something that we could put our dna into and help us out you know yeah just like try to monitor our the progress and be like yeah we would experiment right yeah Definitely. oh 100 percent. and it, it's it's interesting the thing is though um the question is i guess if if you're able to travel and and do all these things you're probably exposing yourself to a lot of you know threats because if you have light speed travel or something mm. where you're able to circumnavigate the galaxy at a decently fast speed, it's likely to think that you wouldn't waste your time on, you know, an inferior race like someone like us. Well, back when we were, you know, not as intelligent, um, why would you waste your time on us? Because it's like we got bigger fish to fry. There are tons of other really intelligent life but yeah i mean if you have the time i suppose you could share the wealth with uh, with the humans over on earth yeah but uh you know it's interesting to think about because definitely there's gotta be i mean the the universe is so huge i mean it's definitely a little ridiculous to think that we're the only intelligent thing out there you know yeah and the other thing is how more intelligent you think can humans possibly get? You think that the only way that we do get more intelligent is through, like you said, like an injection, uh, gene mutation, mm. or like, you know, people are talking about now, like, um, you know, in uploading information through like a chip or something like that, yeah. artificial intelligence. Is there? Do you think we could slowly evolve, to, or is, have we reached the peak of our evolution? I don't. I don't think we've reached the peak of our evolution, as far as know? intelligence goes. Yeah, as far as intelligence goes, because um, <clears throat> well, I mean, I mean, all the old philosophers were obviously geniuses, right? But it's like collectively, uh we now know like more about the universe and what's out there and yeah. what laws of physics and everything now than yeah. they did. So that, that maybe collectively we can all get smarter. Right. Yeah. You know? There might be a limit to like one dude's IQ. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. True. Without the use of, uh, yeah. Technology. Right. You know that. And that's an interesting point because 
back then, there were some geniuses out there, the philosophers, and they had to they had to be such a genius through all the crap that people were putting oh, out man. in the world, like the Earth is flat, like you know, and they're being threatened with like imprisonment, death. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, maybe the world's round, dude. I don't know. Maybe we should rethink this. Yeah, they're just dropping knowledge and everyone's like, wow. We don't like this. <laughs> it's challenging the way we're thinking. Yeah, and just like, well, actually, I kind of think the Earth is revolving around the sun and everything isn't revolving around yeah. us. And people are like, are you kidding me? That's that's a sacrilege. <laughs> it's It's wild. Yeah, yeah. Just to think about that. Imagine if you were there, and that's that's what's so interesting today because we're, we're we have access to so much information, yet it's still hard to find the truth. Mm-hmm. And um, even with you know something like um, climate change or or some things in science that are are generally accepted by the you know scholars or our general public is yeah. still like debated heavily and I don't know it's just interesting to see it's something we it seems like we can't avoid yeah just a lot of uh you know just a lot of different viewpoints and it's hard to get get down to the truth but and it, and it seems like it's never going to go away because the more information that keeps flowing around the more it's going to be like propaganda oh definitely there's, I mean, yeah, we're, they say we're in, like, the age of information, and, at, like, I, I feel like at some point, there's, we just have so much of it, you know? It's hard to sift through what's true, because then, all of a sudden, you got our president saying, calling people fake news. <laughs> it's just hilarious. It's funny <laughs> to see him put on his show, but, like, how are we supposed to decide you know especially when it comes to something important like climate change yeah like it's kind of important yeah it's the place we're living yeah you know it's interesting because you know in the age of information we're trying to find sources of of knowledge that we can trust yep and more than ever it seems we're we're fed information that we can't really decide whether that's true and whether it's TV movies newspapers and even sometimes you know uh, academic journals that yep. are published by scientists and things like that sometimes you know the funding for those programs is often with corporate interests and things like that so it's interesting to see you know where are the avenues where people can really find true information? Did you did you uh you hear about what happened with the sugar industry? It was like back in sixties. When uh, they might might have been before. When they transferred from like organic cane sugar to <clears throat> Well, I'm talking about when uh they they paid scientists, it was like fifty thousand dollars. It wasn't even a lot. Okay. To put the blame off of sugar, which is causing diabetes, yeah. uh, obesity, all this horrible stuff. They and then have the the scientists said it was the fat that was causing all this. Yeah. People still believe that today because that's what we were taught. 
and unfortunately yeah. money got in the way and special interests yeah and now the uh major soda companies are just gigantic yes yeah everything everything has sugar yeah. and unfortunately a lot of people still believe that uh fat is what's bad for you when when reality you need fat hormones everything right. everything yeah there's uh, there are natural fats like it's hard to avoid eating anything and they're not being fat in it. yeah yeah i mean like trans fats are obviously not yeah that's, good, but yeah um, but you know you can find natural fats in a lot of places yeah. and they're healthy almonds yeah all yeah. that stuff yeah so it's just it's just interesting because you know we're led to believe that science is you know a researched and when they and and when these people are doctors they're they're dedicated their lives to a specific form of you know a, a specific field that mm -hmm. And uh, when they publish something, it's generally viewed as, you know. These guys, yeah, their their main goal is correct information. Yeah, exactly. They're and looking for the truth. Science is, they're testing a hypothesis. And uh, we think, you think if you read a art, uh, published article in, in, you know, a scholarly magazine uh, or a scholarly uh, journal, mm -hmm. you should be getting some correct info. But definitely not the way... That's not way. how it works. Not all the time, yeah. The the way our our economy, our society works is all based on profits and all all based on, you know, money. So yep. it seems, you know, that there there's some there's some issues there, but uh I don't know, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's tough when when you're um <clears throat> when your experiments or what you're testing, you need money to run those tests, right? Yeah. So exactly, who's gonna pay you? Back in that, in the case with the sugar, yeah. these guys were giving you money, so you kind of have to help them out. Yeah, exactly. When you're trying to do your work, you have to take in consideration, you know, where you're getting your funding, and unfortunately, that the funding comes from the people with you know a lot of money already and you know it just it's a cycle but it it just for me i always have to consider like trying to find alternate sources of information and news because and thankfully now like with the new age of information we've not only consolidated a lot of the major sources like tv stations movie studios newspaper outlets but now we're able to have you know a lot of different media platforms that enable us to kind of all right well i'm i'm not gonna watch the regular news because yep. that's just a bunch of crap yeah, and i'm gonna focus entertainment. on entertainment yeah it's entertainment <laughs> it's what people want to hear and instead i'm gonna do some research in on like a social media platform or um you know, just articles that are not necessarily, you know, huge, huge, like, money behind it. And that's the good thing about it. You know, a lot of people will hate on social media, like, like Facebook and Twitter and these things. But it can be a very useful tool. And I know it is for me. Definitely. Yeah.
So I got opinions on capitalism. Uh, we kind of mm-hmm. talked about that. Uh, got definitely think capitalism is a good thing. Yeah. Money. Uh, I think like uh, corporatism isn't the best thing when, when okay, corporations yeah. are just pretty much controlling all of the free market. I don't think that's a great thing. So I'm a capitalism guy. Yeah. I I I agree totally with, you know, if a capitalist system is in place, it's yep. ideal. Um Definitely. it can easily get um turned corrupt when yeah. people misuse it. Um you know, and uh, it, being honest, I think now in today's day, the way corp, uh, capitalism has turned into creating such large businesses that really, um, you know, take away a lot of, you know, I don't know, the agency of the individual. It seems like back in the day, there were a lot more small businesses and opportunity to grow more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now it's just every every big business has just swallowed up. <laughs> like if you go down in the southwest, yeah. or the western area in general, all you're going to see is a ton of chain restaurants. Really? Literally just chain restaurants. When I went to Arizona on my spring break trip for baseball, we yeah. were in Tucson and I don't I think there was probably one or two restaurants we went to that was had a uh, had an original name really? you know like really I couldn't like we we did our best to look for them obviously we didn't do a ton of eating out like in different restaurants but there was just so many chains it was crazy and, yeah. and it seems like that's just one example of how you know the authenticity is kind of leaving. I think we are going back to it. Like you see a lot. If you see, go to cities. Yep. There's a whole transformation in the way, you know, um, people will go into a store because it has originality or, or a restaurant because it looks different. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I feel like, uh, people are starting to get more interested in something that's, uh, like personal something like like people who make things people who make furniture people who handcraft certain things like i feel like that's another reason why um like craft beers and like the micro yeah, yeah is those are huge booming yeah yeah people want people want something and be like yeah that beer was made like half hour from where i live yeah or, you know, yeah like something like that and uh and the same thing goes for food like beer and wine have have their own like niche of like that craft sense but yeah it's also with food like people want to people want to eat their steak that came like from the farm not too far away because they know it's going to be high quality exactly like that exactly which i think is a, definitely a good thing yep yeah um, oh yeah definitely I, yeah i think people would rather I think for a lot of people, they'd rather go to maybe a local family place if they got good food. If you got a good product, people are going to come. Then like some Applebee's or something like that. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, When someone has an original product, it's always, I want like 100 out of 100 in my opinion, 
going to be better than a chain and and that's what wins in the end especially in the food industry if you got you know better better quality but it's just interesting to think because you know back in the day when when like our grandparents they grew up in a place where you know you could just if you really wanted to do something it was like all right you you choose this you work hard and what you do what comes out um will be good because um like say you did have your own business um i know my grandparents had had like a contracting business you know you know you work hard you know it it, things will things will do well like yeah but uh it's it's interesting now because you know a lot of things like for example a college education Mm. for me like the value of a college education is is a little twisted now because for me first of all i didn't i learned a little bit but like the best thing i took out of it was that there's a it's a big world out there that's that's literally the best thing i learned about it and you know college education is kind of I don't know. It seems a little off to me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I feel like it it was almost like, I mean, of course, this isn't the case, but I feel like it was automatic. Like, you go to college, you're going to come out with a job. It definitely was more of a sure thing back then than it is now because a lot of the times people aren't able to get jobs. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. and, And now it seems, you know, there's so many, the... You know, people are so specialized in their specific career that it's like you need to have five years of experience in this, that, or the other. You need to have not only have a college education, but also a graduate education. You need to go to law school, this, that, and the other. And um, it's just what what it's really doing is putting us all in debt. And then what we we have to do (laughs) that thing or else, you know, we're broke. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Automatic. Yeah, yeah, it's like trap, right? Yeah, it's literally a trap. You go you basically go to school. You go you, you yeah, you go to public school and they drill it into your head that you have to go to college if you want to do anything with your life, you know? Yeah. And I feel like uh there I feel like that was like the main focus. Get yeah. these kids into college. I feel like it wasn't like uh, well, you can get a trade as well, you know? It was like, yeah. it was like, I feel like it was after middle school. It was like you either went to a vocational school or you went to right. regular high school. And that's your, you either go to college or you get a trade. Yeah. And it was, and the other thing was they were so focused on getting us to get good grades, getting us to ace our like, tests our sat tests um mcas yeah all that stuff that they weren't teaching us you know basic life skills guess what when we go to college when we get out we're gonna need to know um you know how to have a budget mm-hmm. how to do how to have personal finance skills yeah we're gonna need guess what we're also gonna have a car so we're gonna also need some auto mechanic skills yeah we're you know we're going to need to be able to have some home skills. It would be nice if we, I mean, obviously our parents are there. They should be teaching us how to, how to 
you know cook and a lot of this is on us too but like basic life skills are huge in my opinion and you know, definitely i feel like uh <clears throat> to take a step in the right direction with uh maybe preparing us for a better future like while we're growing up in school maybe like just basic like gardening a gardening course you know yeah you know just basic yeah. like essential skills you know yeah gardening um like you said not, finance yeah finance it seems like for me like when you learn about gardening maybe farming like raising uh livestock something like that obviously that's something that you'd have to do outside of class but like general principles like that that's something all right you're understanding what um what habits or like how do you create food mm -hmm. like what it takes and you're understanding appreciating realizing um all the hard work that goes into that yeah creating a good you know product because for me um generating food back when we didn't have uh you know the luxury of pursuing other things mm -hmm. collecting and harvesting um you know making food that was the most important thing we did. Yeah, it's all you and do. It's hunting and gathering. Yeah, it know? was all of our time. And yeah, so just a lot of those things, it kind of seemed like to me, were deprioritized. And and now people are just like, all right, let's figure it out on our own. And we and we don't have those basic, basic that basic set of knowledge that we kind of need. Yeah, yeah. We'll always have. Uh mcdonald's down the street or some grocery store to exactly I, I don't know how that stuff works i don't know how to grow a <laughs> vegetable i'll just go down to the street yeah and pick it up the only thing we learn now is just like we have money so let's spend it on this that and the other and um what we learned in college was how to drink as much as possible <laughs> uh, without dying yeah yeah <laughs> but uh it's good skill you don't want no. to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that that we usually try to avoid that, but uh uh it's just it's just interesting. Yeah. I always I always try to in general be skeptical and question things and you know, you're like you look up it's crazy because teachers are so crucial to who like to our youth, to us in general, because they're someone we look up to. And we go in, uh, we go in as a kid. These are an extension of essentially our parents who are teaching um, core values, education, and things like that. And yet there are there are there are times when what they're saying isn't the right, the best thing for us. So just keeping that in mind, it, it just goes to show that you have to keep. Um, a little bit of skepticism with you and, and kind of say, all right, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to not, you always have to take a grain of salt with everything. Kind of. Definitely. I think, uh, I think it's almost beaten out of us, um, <clears throat> at an early age that what your teachers are saying is what's right. Yeah. But, uh, eventually as I got older, I started to kind of like, uh, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Like, where are they getting their information from? 
and obviously when's the last last time they went to school yeah 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 exactly <laughs> got some old teachers out there yeah but yeah i think yeah who's writing the textbook obviously there's a bias towards whoever the winners are and yeah. history yeah yeah there's always going to be a bias no country is going to be like yeah we we pretty we kind of suck but uh, yeah it's not like uh yeah those we did a lot of um not so great stuff Here's a whole chapter on it. Yeah, no, we yeah, don't get no, that chapter. No. You don't. Yeah, you don't get the errors. You just get all the all the great things we've done. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting um, because you know a lot of times, like people will be like, "That this goes back to being on the news and things that are like spewed at you and just like in your face all day, screens and and advertisements and things like that." You just get so much like not true information yeah. lies all the time so at, in general it's just like all right i'm not gonna believe anything until you know it's i don't know it's even hard to believe a lot of things so it's just yeah. interesting yeah, but even then like another like when you go down the rabbit hole right you gotta be careful of what the other information you so you know something's bullshit in school that you learned yeah you know that there's obvious they're not telling you something or um <clears throat> anything like that and and then you go start researching the topic that you're curious about and you got to be careful of that information too cuz they might have their own agenda you know yeah yeah because if you go looking out for a specific answer you're going to get that answer yeah because you know that's the way it works and you just got to kind of just take in an entire, you know, scope of that topic and be like, all right, I'm going to generate what I think is the most accurate out of all the information. You got to see both sides because that's how that's how everything happens. When some when something bad happens, everybody's got a side to the stories. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I remember uh, during the election, just for laughs, I would. I would put on Fox for like half an hour, then put on CNN for half an hour. And just, it's like one news station was focusing on uh, issues that a certain candidate had. Other ones were kind of praising that candidate. It was, it was kind of, it was kind of funny, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that, that, it's crazy because they just have complete different, you know, twist they put on it you know it's just like it's really uh talented to be honest oh yeah like the way they can do that and the same goes for um you know the candidates themselves just listening to them talk and how how coached they are and oh, how yeah. how good they are at just it's like a lot, a lot of psychology behind it oh yeah just like being able to ma manipulate words and 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 the way they talk, the how they present themselves, mm -hmm. things like that. It's, uh, I mean, it's great though because it helps um, other people, you know, um, get a sense of, you know, how to read other people, yep. how to discern what what is true information, um, because it's there's not much out there. Yeah. It's, it's tough to see, but. Uh, I don't know. It's just been a passion of mine to kind of see, um, I don't know. I'm interested in how things 
how how we're fed information, all that kind of stuff. Kind of how we're um, swayed to certain things. You ever get into any of the ancient civilizations? Any of that stuff? Um, I took a few classes in college on uh, ancient uh, civilization. It was called Ancient Civilizations. Yep. We talked about Sumeria. Um, what? Talked- what did you? Uh, you ever see their uh, depiction of the solar system? No, what does it look like? That's pretty crazy. Well, they had all the planets in the correct size, in the correct orbit. And they even had Pluto, right? And Pluto, we didn't even know about it until the 70s. But 6,000 years ago, these dudes in Sumeria were... Was it Sumer? Is that... Sumer was the original. Okay, yeah. So these dudes in Sumer knew about Pluto for some reason. Yeah. And they knew the correct orbit pass. And those are the guys who I was saying earlier. Yeah, yeah, I was talking yeah. about the Anunnaki. I think the land they were on was Mesopotamia. Yeah. Right? Yep. But there was they were called it was called Sumer. Yeah. Um and do you know any for information about how they were able to see that No. No one no no one I'm mean, I'm sure there's theories. There's definitely theories out there on how they could have seen like crazy. knew the planets but um yeah i that's where it gets really trippy because then all of a sudden you're like and these dudes are talking about what that we were created by aliens and they knew about pluto six thousand yeah. years ago yeah they knew it, that the earth was round six thousand years ago thousands of years later people were put into death getting thrown in jail for saying the world was round yeah <laughs> that's wild i mean there and there's so many crazy um and we only have probably the tip of the iceberg of the information we know about these civilizations definitely and uh, i know for example we we i researched the mayan civilization and yep. they got a lot of they know a lot of stuff too oh yeah i mean the Mayan calendar is unreal, how accurate it was. I mean, I don't have all the information off the top of my head, but I know that, you know, they knew their shit. It's just... They knew, like, uh, the phases of the moon, right, down to a T. Yep. It's wild. Yeah, and the way uh, they all had their a very intricate... Um, like, the Sumerians had their um, clay tablets yep. and... Um, forms of, uh, you know, a language and yeah. things like that. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the language right off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very rigid looking, uh, yeah. all the words and stuff. Where, I mean, where, when did this become an interest for you and what did, what did you, um, where did you go for, uh, a resource? Like you just looked up books. And, <clears throat> yeah. And um, there is, uh, I, I guess I first got interested um, just learning about the pyramids, the Great Pyramids in, um, the Great Pyramids in Giza. Okay, yeah. So those were a trip. <laughs> and they, that's another thing where they have no idea how they were built still. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I guess after that I just kept going down. I, just oh, doing, yeah, doing research on uh, online. Just trying to get 
useful information, just getting the facts. Right. Um, <clears throat> but there's, I, I have a book on my, on a list that I would like to read. Um, it's Fingerprint of the Gods. Okay. Uh, Graham Hancock, I believe, wrote it. But he, he talks about all the ancient civilizations and uh, says maybe it's time to look at this through a different perspective. Like maybe they were extremely advanced and we've been around for a lot longer than we think. And that we're just now like starting to kind of grasp how advanced these ancient civilizations yeah. were. That's crazy. You know, and it's completely possible. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, like, uh, it's like, imagine if uh, there was a cataclysmic disaster and what, like... All of our information. All of our information, but, like, I, 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 I can use my phone, I can use this microphone... I'm never gonna build one. I have no idea. Like, right. like, what if, what if it was like that? All these smart people just kind of died off, and they were left with just regular humans that just used the the great things that these smart people like Elon Musk and. That's interesting. You know. Yeah, and yeah, that's interesting because if you're, yeah, if we if we just showed up after a bunch of. You know, alien intelligence was dropped. Yeah. This is like, oh, care package full of alien yeah. info. No, that's interesting. I mean, there's we so don't many, know. We yeah. have we have no idea. Yeah, there's so many possibilities. It's fun to sit down and think about what the possibilities are. Yeah, and it and it's not like it's. You know, a lot of people are just like dismiss it because it seems so impossible and things like that but you know it is like something like the universe the galaxy um other intelligent life um the limits are of our intelligence there are there are things that may exist that we just cannot grasp because we are you know, we don't have that level, maybe not have that level of intelligence or just yeah. there's a, there's so much um, that we don't know, period. Yeah, because, I mean, think of how advanced we are now. You know, we're sending information in the blink of an eye across the world, you know? Yeah. And, like, it, it's pretty hard to imagine someone being more advanced than that, especially yeah ancient cultures yeah especially the way we've grown up like people grow up with uh with no computer technology then once that comes around internet like it's it seems like oh that's that's crazy it seems like wow that's such an amazing accomplishment how could we possibly get better but the way things have progressed it seems like well things that we might not think are possible could be like for example you know having robots that have the same exact capabilities as a human. Yeah, or or they're better cuz they don't have to eat or sleep. <laughs> well, yeah. like it's it's wild to think of how quickly technology has advanced. Like one thing uh that blows my mind is that there was like 50 years between someone first flying an airplane 
and dropping an atom bomb. You know, that's crazy. 50 years between that. That's the blink of an eye. Yeah. 50 years. They figured out how to fly. Now all of a sudden they figured out how to split an atom. Yeah. And and drop that bomb outside of the flying machine that we just made. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, the way... Um, One of the... A really popular tactic is for a lot... Um, a lot of people talk about in the Earth's history how how very brief the existence of humans have been, yeah. and how if you were to condense the Earth's history into one single year, we humans um, would not come into the picture until the last hour of the last day of the year. Wow, wow! Which is like that's incredible. And in that, in most of that, in most of that last hour, we weren't doing shit. No, like <laughs> monkeys. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's just for me. It's just like that. Just goes to show how how like an exponential curve works, and how the really the possibilities, you know, are are endless. Except and. Like I've read the book by Stephen Hawking that's called um, uh, the theories of the universe or like I forget what it's called, but it just talks about a, oh, a brief history of time. Okay, and, and it basically talks about the physical properties of the universe and how it all works. And he tries to dumb it down for people like me, yeah. where we're able to understand a lot more. And the one limitation that he says is the fact that once we're in space there's not much friction because it's just zero gravity yep. so we can travel at high speeds without you know a lot of resistance but the issue is the bigger the faster you're going the more energy it requires to to reach that speed yeah so Say you got like something very small, it's not gonna take much to get you up to uh, a really high speed. But if you got a spaceship, yeah, then you got some ser- you need some serious power. Yes, so you got that all that mass exactly. Yeah. So if that if what he says is true, which I have no reason to believe otherwise at this point. Yeah, definitely. It, it's yeah, he's a I'm smart not gonna guy. question Stephen Hawking. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like. If he, if we are able to create a power source that is able to create enough uh, energy to to move that spaceship up to that speed, which is an incredible speed, obviously, mm. then the possibilities really become like endless because that involves that is like interdimensional travel kind of thing oh no not interdimensional in inter um you know galaxy travel yeah. space travel yeah it's um you know and that's something that we can't fathom right now but we couldn't fathom so many things back in the day so. oh yeah. yeah i mean like like uh back in the or uh, back to the future was on oh yeah a couple <laughs> a couple days ago future. and 
it was I think it was 2015 that they went to. Yeah, October even, 20. Yeah, they didn't even think of cell phones. You they know, didn't. I mean, I feel like that to us it'd be obvious, <laughs> but yeah. the best thing they had, I want to say, was they had the flying cars, but there was still traffic, which ridiculous. So how is that great? Yeah, you know, yeah, and they, <laughs> when when cars are flying. Yeah, exactly. Um, she's like the airways are jammed. <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing they had was, you know, they had uh, like little place you press your thumb to enter your house, like yeah. sick. And uh, they had, you know, a um, they had a small pizza that they hydrated in oh. two seconds, turned into a good <laughs> yeah, pizza. Yeah, I no, wouldn't mind that. I no. kind of wish that was here. That would be kind of nice. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, he puts it in. Uh, the grandma puts the pizza in and like. It's it's called like a uh, a, hyd- a hydrator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's really like a dry piece of shit, and then you turn it. But uh, he she puts it in, and he goes, and and it's like five seconds, and and the little kid, the the teenage kid's like, is it ready yet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Class hilarious. But yeah, no, it's interesting, man. I like he said one thing that Stephen Hawking does say is. He says time travel is not like possible. You oh no, it is, but you can't go backwards. Or you can't go backwards in time. Really, you can slow time down by going very fast. Mm-hmm. Have you? Uh, well, I, I've heard that the elevation changes time as well. Yes. Uh, so like the clocks at the top of the Empire State Building. Yes. Are yeah. faster than a, just barely exactly. faster than the ones on the bottom. Yeah. So the grav, like the gravity, is like putting more pressure on it. So yep. somehow it it's taking less time. Um, That's pretty mind blowing. Yeah. You, so yeah, I think you're right. So if you're higher up, your time is moving faster because there's yep. less gravity. Yeah. And that's why in the movie Interstellar. He went to a specific planet that had an insane amount of gravity, so yeah. time was moving super slow. Yeah. But time at Earth was going by at the their normal rate. Yeah. So when he was on that other planet, it was like every second was like, you know, uh, like a almost like half a year or so, I yeah. don't know. It was something crazy like that. Yeah. It was like so every second they were on there, they were just wasting so much time. Wow. But uh, it's just interesting to think about. Yeah, know. definitely. I'd love to be in an age where I could meet an alien. Oh, yeah. I, I would be too. Uh, but I, I feel like I would want to be very careful around them. Like, you think they'd be, if you met an alien, you think they would be more advanced than us? Uh, Yeah, they'd probably be. Maybe so. it depends on where. Like if we went to another planet. And met them. Maybe we would be more advanced, you know. If they right. came here, I'd probably be a little nervous. What if we just like went? That's the other thing. We go out in and space travel, and it turns out there's um, tons of planets out there, and just like we didn't know about it, and maybe like you know, there's a ton of intelligent you know people out there, and. The, the 
that's that's the other thing that's crazy is just like we don't know that there could be cr crazy amounts of life out there maybe the other thing that's kind of messed up is like what if there's people out there and people here know about it that's what i'm thinking that's that's what you're thinking uh <laughs> maybe cuz i mean <clears throat> one thing that really have you have you seen any of the um the footage of any of the uh, missions to the moon? Um, no. If you guys have some free time, check out the uh, footage. Check out uh, Astronauts on Wires. Just type in the YouTube, type it, and then uh, Astronauts on Trampolines. There's some weird footage. There's some weird <laughs> footage. And uh, you think it's real? I don't. like. All right, so maybe... Maybe <clears throat> we went to the moon, found out some weird shit, right? And maybe we were told not to come back, uh, but I don't know why we're not, you know? We're like, all of a sudden, we're focused on Mars. Right. And, I mean, oh, maybe there's nothing to do on the moon. Maybe it's boring. Yeah, I mean, but if you're, I, I know what you're saying, because if, why, why have we just suddenly moved on to Mars and like it seems like places like that you got to explore as much as possible yeah. and, and and maybe they are still exploring some more on moon on the moon but the more the merrier yeah i'm just uh, it's just weird how we haven't gone back i feel like that is what raises uh my eyebrows the most like why are we not going back and yeah, definitely the footage is hilarious. Is it? It's hilarious. It's because it's obvious. It's like, it's so, like, fake. I mean, it just looks, it doesn't look natural. I know they're on the moon. I know it's like one-eighth gravity, but it doesn't look natural. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to, I went, to, the only thing I did was I went to the museum and you could see what your weight would be, but it would be really? awesome to kind of just like jump around. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, space is a mind blowing thing. Yeah. I guess like astronauts, they're all messed up when they like their backs are all messed up when they get back because they, they have to adjust the back to yeah, adjust back to gravity. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be. That's the other thing. Like, people are always talking about inhabiting other planets, and and people are like, all right, well, this planet be able to support life. We were made for this planet, yeah. you know? It's yeah. just like, regardless of where we go, it's just going to be super difficult for us to adapt. Yeah. Although we are, we do adapt well as an organism, you know? Oh, yeah, but, definitely. To but, environment, we're pretty yeah. good. But, you know, there are some things that it's just... Like, I don't want to be... If, I'm, if I go to another planet, I don't want to have to be in a suit all the time <laughs> yeah yeah and i like it's like but earth is so great dude we have like we have great weather it's awesome <laughs> yeah we got some sweet things we can go to like a water park if we want we can do all this crazy <laughs> stuff you know we could go like to why a, we why mars just like yeah. just a giant desert i don't know what mars is like but yeah it's just it's a red rock it's like there's so much iron there it makes it red or whatever yeah. so it's just like i don't know it's just it's not there's nothing there for yeah. us why why are we so interested i don't yeah. know if i want to would you would you go 
if they're like, all right, uh, pay like a hundred bucks, and like, and that, I would easily do that a hundred to check it out. But well, I guess maybe if they if they perfected it, yeah, you know, if they've perfected the travel, it was like yeah, like at this point, maybe it's in like thirty years, it's like just flying on an airplane, you know, going across the country, except you're going to different planets. That's what Musk is trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's crazy. But guess what? It's not going to be 100. It's going to be like a couple gr- a couple of Gs. Yeah. Well, the uh the people who signed up didn't they pay like $100,000 to Probably. get a, a death ticket. <laughs> yeah, he he hasn't had that much success. Like those Dude, that takes 3 years to get there. It does. It takes 3 years to get to Mars. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would be all right with that. And they don't know. It's like, this is a gamble. It's the first trip they're taking. He's got a bunch of people giving him $100,000 or whatever the cost was to go on this trip. This is That's wild. Three years, one way. Those people, they must not like Earth. They must not have a great life here. If they're, uh. if they're signing up for the first... Like, why are they doing that, though? Why... Like, maybe they have a mission they have to do, you know? I think Leonardo DiCaprio's going on, like, the second one. Nuh-uh. Yeah. But they must have a mission, because why wouldn't they just send, like, just just blow some money? Just send something, I don't know, filled with monkeys. I don't know if that would be okay nowadays, but... No, I know, but um, the issue is, I think... Oh, maybe not. Like, they definitely should test it out first. I mean, yeah. it's going to cost them a shit ton of money to do that. But if you're, if you're like, ins- you probably have a hefty insurance bill if you, if the very first one you do, just like everybody dies and then. I wonder just, what the waiver looks like. <laughs> like, like what it says on the waiver. They like, probably can't, like, sue them. It's probably like, all right, you sign this and you're going. It's like when you go skydiving. It's like. Well, you could die, so yeah. we're not liable. Yeah. So, have you been? Yeah, I, I went really? skydiving um, uh, a little after college. Uh, no, before, one summer during college. Okay. Yeah. Damn. How yeah. was that? Uh, it was sick. Um, the, I think the well, obviously the best part was when you're just like right at the edge of the airplane oh. and and you're just looking out there and he's like smile for the camera oh, no. and you're just like what the no. fuck oh my god <laughs> and um but and then you jump off and it's just like that that's like the crazy part just looking out oh. and then you jump and then like after the first like five seconds of falling where you're like freaking out after that it's just like this is dope really do but, you get uh, like is it you have like an adre- I feel like like just thinking of it I feel like I would just have an adrenaline rush the entire time. Yeah, it's like, it's like does it calm down like when like no, once yeah, big time. It calms down. Wow. Like at first at first it's like, you know, when you're uh in like a roller coaster free fall. But yeah. then but obviously it's a little bit more magnified. And then <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And then like once once you're falling for a decent amount of time, it's like you're not moving because the the ground it's not getting closer than yeah. like it is but you can't tell cuz you're so far yeah. up so it's almost like you're just floating in the air which is nice but yeah. it's not that initial fall and then 
they pull the thing and then you're just gliding which is nice because you you get to enjoy the scenery but it's obviously for that jump yeah see i think the worst part for me would just be loading onto the airplane like right before you're about to get up there you're like oh shit i'm actually doing this yeah you're not going i'm not i'm not i can't back out now you know yeah no that's it was cool i think it was like uh just decided to do it um I think I just bought the tickets for... You Did know. you go around here? Uh, in Chatham, okay. down the Cape. Okay. It's nice. Cool. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff to check out. Like, you see the... So, you, you were, know. like, you were near the ocean? Yeah, so Chatham's, like, right on the elbow of the Cape. Yep. So, so it's pretty close to the ocean there. Wow. So, so you can, could see the ocean? Yeah, you, you saw the... You could see pretty much the whole, like, edge of the arm... Like, really, and then the ocean around it. Wow, is dope. We were like wow. up fifteen thousand feet. Wow. So what's a what's a do you know how high a normal commercial flight flies? A normal commercial is like thirty five. Okay, so it's like almost half. A little under half. Yeah. So. How about that? Uh, maybe a few years ago, that guy that jumped from like almost space. Oh yeah. And you ever see that video of uh some guy jumps out of a airplane with no chute and lands in some giant net i think i saw that <laughs> that's wild there's some crazy wild stuff out there i mean i would like to People also crazy do... dude <laughs> yeah like tightrope across fucking huge towers do uh what about um i think bungee jumping's even kind of crazy like even that is crazy because you're just like dangling like <clears throat> i don't know i know i've never done that yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Just oh, what about those guys that are like flying squirrels? Oh yeah, dude, those things. I would love to do that, but like, I mean, like, how do you learn that? You how do you learn how to do that? You can't learn that. It's not like you have like somebody on your back, like I know knows how to do it. Like they, I feel like they got it though. Like I don't know anything about it. I just I've just seen videos. Yeah. For me, it seems like the weight, the extra weight yeah. would kind of mess it up. That Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. I don't know, though. They must because otherwise, how do you learn? And um, I feel like you got to definitely be into that world. Like, you probably got to skydive for a while. And then you're like, hey, you ready for the big leagues? Yeah. And, and yeah. Get one of those squirrel suits. Dude. They're yeah. going right by those, like, mountains. Yeah. And, Zooming right past it. You just like take a wrong turn and you're toast. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dip a little too much. I wonder like they gotta I'm sure they're cautious about the wind that day. That's I mean that that it's gotta be like the best rough in the world though. Yeah. Just like oh people are doing it. It's a windy day, boys. Uh buckle up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, I mean that's I like to think about um, interesting and like stuff like that that uh, kind of push the limits because you know it it goes to show how much the hu- human humans are capable of you yeah know? like it's crazy we can we've done crazy stuff like good and bad obviously but also like the limits of our body yeah is there's some you know there's people who can lift an incredible amount of weight you know like I don't know. There's just so many different weird, weird oh, people yeah. out there. Yeah, some of the best 
some of the best like uh, Olympic lifters in the world are like a buck seventy, and they're like squat snatching, which is an extremely hard movement. <clears throat> yeah, squat snatching like four hundred pounds plus. It's like how did their knees? I don't know. Olympic lifting, it's squat snatching is like you start from the ground or no? Yep, you start from the ground. Uh, your hands are wider than uh, shoulder width. And, and your goal is to uh, bring it from the ground to over your head. And so, then squat. Yeah, you're gonna usually when you uh, when you squat snatch, you catch it in the squat, very deep squat with the weight over your head, and then you have to stand it up for the lift to count. Jeez. Yeah, it's a lot of um, four hundred pounds. Yes, yeah, dudes will do four hundred pounds. Four plates. Hundred, yeah, hundred seventy pound dudes will do four hundred pounds. What? What is that? It's just those dudes, they, it's fast switch fibers. Like, you can't, like, you can teach, like, athletes to get good at it, but, like, when you get to that level, it's like their bodies are just made for uh, being explosive, you know? It's it's Olympic lifting. It's almost like, um, especially the squat snatch. It's almost like an illusion. It's 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 weird how you get the weight up. Uh, there's a lot of um, like when you watch that stuff in slow motion, you're really just moving your body around the yeah, bar. Yeah, the weight stays. The, yeah, the weight only goes up a certain height. Yeah. And you're just moving around that bar to Support get into the position. It. Yeah. It's crazy. It's really hard, but it's that that's that's one of those things where. Um, like it takes a while to get. So once you start getting it, dude, it's like the best feeling in the world, you know. And then you can finally like, all right, I got the hang of this. I can yep, progress. Yep, yep. And then all of a sudden, you start getting a little better. Because everything is form. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, completely. Form and technique, and then so eventually you'll be able to notice, uh, like okay, um, maybe I didn't uh pull my hips out enough. Or you know, like you you'll you'll be able to tell when when you've got something wrong, and sometimes you need someone else to be able to watch you. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting for sure. I mean, there are so many different things that we're capable of. It is. It's just it's all up here. It's yeah. All in, it's in the mind. Definitely. But uh, well uh, thanks uh Dayton for coming on the show. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking to you and uh got some good info uh good topics yeah yeah uh, thanks for having me it was a good time all right everyone that was the interview with dayton la chapelle as you can see we got to cover a lot of different topics and uh, you know we had a really cool conversation and and it was it was awesome to think about all the different possibilities not only within the human condition, our own planet, um, but also beyond that, you know, to aliens and space, technology, all that type of thing. And um, I just wanted, since uh, since you guys already got a lot of uh, anecdotes and stories from both of us, um, I guess I just wanted to leave you guys with a little bit um, just to emphasize the fact that, um, uh, you know, there's so much information out there, um, uh, 
you always have to remain a little skeptical and and really do your research and be and be curious you know um examine both sides of a situation um even if you already have a bias because as 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 we all know our own lens we put on the world is biased you know every time we look at something we're looking from it based on all the past experiences we've had in our life so when we go to approach a new topic or even an old topic we have to realize we're looking at this from all the experiences we've had in the past and in order to correctly judge a situation or a topic or anything we need to take a step back and and examine it on both sides and really try to be objective because it's really difficult to find the truth unless you have that mentality and so I definitely encourage you all to go research go go look up different stuff and 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 try to figure out what what's real what's you know what all this information is out there and and uh look towards the future because like we talked about there's so many interesting crazy things happening new discoveries all this different types of things and i just wanted to thank dayton for coming on the show it was a really good time and we had some great convos and i hope to do it again sometime thanks dayton and that's our show thanks for listening everyone and i'll see you guys next time